sit under your watershed to listen to your word and your teaching. We pray that our lives will be blessed, so also our online church. I pray for everyone who is hooked on the line now that the teaching of tonight from God's word will bring change to us and help us change to conform to the exact image that God is expected of us. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Give the Lord a good clap. And please take your seat. And um, all those online, you are welcome to tonight's teaching. For some few weeks now, I've, been, I've taken upon myself the form of a teacher and an instructor on Tuesday to help us understand certain dynamics. So those who are here, I want you to know that we have another church online. I want you to go on your page and share it right now to get others hooked to it wherever they are as we are about to start our teaching. It's going to, as I told you, it's a pure teaching. I'm not here to scream a lot. I wish I had a whiteboard. Maybe from next year we'll be using whiteboards so that we can go into the classroom proper. Amen. I'm enjoying the breeze outside. Close your eyes, lift up your right hand. Father, we bless you. Tonight, take us further into what we began two weeks ago. We pray that clarity will come to all of us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. The, the spiritually inspired temperament, Patre. The spiritually inspired temperament, Patre. We began by looking at the overview of certain definitions in the part one. We looked at what temperament means. We looked at what character means. We looked at what um, personality means. And we said that temperaments are inherited genetic codings from your parents, your grandparents, blah, blah, blah. And they are things you don't negotiate for. God just gives to you. You inherit them. Then the character is a tempered temperament. It's a, it's, a, it's a temperament that has been affected by principles, exposure, education, the word of God, the word of man, environment. So out of the temperament, if when you have all these external characteristics affecting you, you develop a certain character. So out of your routines, you develop that aspect of you called your character. Then your personality is what we see of you. So your personality may actually be different from your character. There are some people with very nice personality, their outlook, but they, are, they have very bad character. And there are some people, their outlook doesn't look like they are good people, but they have very good character. Now, we, last week, we looked at the strength of the various temperaments. The sanguine, the choleric, the melancholic, and the phlegmatic. Somebody will ask, Pastor, this message is not spiritual at all. <laughs> but, you see, we are supposed to coexist with our neighbors. Do you understand? So, if you don't know people, if you don't understand the nature of human beings, you will have problems. 
Jesus said, as much as possible, even live peaceably with all men, even with your enemies. So you need to understand the dynamics of human relation. Else you have a problem with your family, you have a problem with your parents, you have a problem with your wife, your husband, your children, your church, your pastor, your fellow department members. You have a problem with everybody because every one of us have strength and weaknesses. And today we're going to throw light on our weaknesses. <laughs> the various temperament and their weaknesses. The purpose is that when you get to know where you belong, you begin to trust God for the right tools to help you. Never stand anywhere and say, as for me, I can't change. No. Everybody can change. In fact, people change by the external influence of certain factors. I hope you are videoing as well. So, we look at John chapter 15, verse 12 to 13. John chapter 15, verse 12 to 13. He said, this is my commandment, that ye love one another. <laughs> now, look at the scripture. He said, you love one another. Not that love the nice people in the church. <laughs> or love the nice people in your family. But he said, you love one another. One another means one another. Are you following me? As I have loved you. Now, my brother, at what point did God love you? The Bible said, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So at that point, there was nothing for us to do to please him, yet he loved us. So he said, love one another as I have loved you. It means that no matter the state of your brother or your sister, love him or her. So you need to understand what state your brother or sister is in. He said, greater love has no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. That a man laid down his life for his friends. He said, ye are my friends, if ye do whatsoever I command you. Because of time, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. I want to give you some scriptural basis why I'm teaching this. Because after COVID, a lot of members or church people and church members here and other churches, people are struggling to reconnect back to their churches. But you see, but if you have a very good human relation in the church, people will easily come to church. Do you get it? So he said, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. So God is not... Oh, before I continue, I bought some vitamin C and zinc. Bring it. Let me give it to the choristers who are in church today. I thought you'd clap for me. So, the, the instrumentalist, you, tomorrow they'll, they'll, they'll bring your own. Okay, so, choristers, come and take Because you are the people who have been singing a lot. Okay. 
et du lotion comme ça. Je vais comme un état, c'est ça. Et puis, je vais comme un état, c'est ça, tant mieux. Ok, you. Ok, give the Lord a clap of him. So you look at, he said, you, you'll be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. So the, the joining together, you will not join together with somebody who behaves like you. Okay? An ewe will not join together with an ewe. A frafra will not join together. He said, join together. We will love one another. So no matter who your brother is, the instruction is that word. Be perfectly joined together. The last scripture I begin to go into details. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 to 5. I'm relaxed, cry, don't worry. When I start, I'll just be by my notes. I'm not preaching, I'm not screaming. He said, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Verse 4, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. It means that watch out for the feelings of others, watch out for the needs of others, watch out and understand people. Don't understand yourself and keep it to yourself and expect everybody to behave like you. But if we come to a point where we realize that we are all, we all come to God's workshop. And I'm going to show you that all the temperament, last week when I was talking about the strength of the temperament, everybody was happy. I am a sanguine, I am a this. And I'm going to go into the weaknesses. <laughs> Then you diagnose yourself. Then you realize that we all need the Holy Spirit to help us in our weaknesses. So that song, in my weakness, you are merciful. So you're going to discover that as you are sitting here and you are speaking big tongues, you know, there are some aspect of you that God is interested that you allow yourself for the word of God and his spirit to help you to be formed in the image that he has purposed for you. Are you ready for the ride? So we start with the sanguines, the sanguines. What are the weaknesses of sanguines? You need to know. You need to know. You need to know. Number one, they are normally restless. They are normally restless. They are normally unstable. They are normally unstable. They are often impractical and disorganized. They run away from reality. They are so unpredictable. They are just unstable. They can't face facts. <laughs> because when you tell them about facts, you just break them. So they run away from facts. With little or no alarm, uh, analysis, they can run into deception or half-truth. The easiest people to deceive on earth are sanguines. <laughs> so they run into many love relationships. 
So when you meet a typical sanguine, he has dated, she, you or she has dated people like three or four. At least. <laughs> Mousy, you, you are sanguine. How many people have you dated? How many? Four, five, eight, and nine. Hey, Charlie. <laughs> so, sanguinous people, they are easily deceived. And they are prone to adjust to half truth. They are the people who go to circle and they are cheated. <laughs> In their spiritual life, they find it very difficult to be consistent with God. They find it very difficult to commit to pledges, vows. They find it very difficult to be stable. To the work of God, to attendance, to maybe they say they are the people who, from the beginning of the year, I'm going to live holy life. I'm not going to fornicate. Lord, fresh page. I pledge allegiance to the blood. <laughs> After much, you see now form. So, are you getting it? Today we are just looking at <laughs> what. Everybody is made up of strength and weakness. And I'm showing you something. Pick what you must pick and believe God to help you. Most of the adventures prove unproductive because they do less analysis before they take decisions. They just jump into conclusions. Hey, they are doing space to space. That's what they go and do. They have not analyzed anything. Provision shop, oh, they say if you open provision shop, you get, you've not done analysis in your area. You see, you, you are in a wild estate and you are doing provision shop. <laughs> provision shop in a wild estate. No. Wild estate means shopping more. You can open provision shop. The people buy things in cartons. How about your provision shop? You run, you, everything will expire on you. Or take provision shop. Hey, it's gone. That's a sound bit. And these are weaknesses, though it means these temperaments are prone. I'm not saying that if you are if you are sanguine, this is how you are. No, you are prone. You have the tendency towards these weaknesses. These sanguine guys seldom live up to their potential. They have so much potential, but because they are unstable and indecisive, they don't live to their full potential. They have weak wills. Their willpower is very weak. They are quite indisciplined. So they are disorganized. They are bad. They wake up. They don't lay their bed. So if you're a man and you marry a sanguineous lady, don't be so interested in lay my bed, lay my bed. Because you see that the person will not lay the bed often. He's not used to it. Their wardrobe is basa, 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 basa. They are the people who hang towel at the back of the bed. <laughs> hey! If they, if they can discipline themselves very well, sanguinous people are very excellent people because they are lovable people, because they, make, they, they create a lively atmosphere. So people like them. So they can garner people easily. People, people just love to be around sanguineous people because they are not boring. 
But because they are not disciplined, they end up not commanding respect and honor. They have to start things. They like to start things, but they cannot finish. I'm going to pray. Pastor, you are a prophet. It's not a prophecy. This is, this is research I had to learn. I've learned it over a period and I'm trying to help you. Because sometimes that is all you need to know. Why people behave the way they behave. So that you can accommodate people. That is the word. A church that cannot accommodate people cannot grow. Are you with me? Yeah, you need to learn to accommodate people. And allow all of us to come to God's presence gradually, gradually, and God will be chipping, helping everybody. But if you realize somebody doesn't behave like you and know you are fighting with the person, your eye cry when you look at each other, you are fighting. Your, 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 your eyes are fighting. Hokogan <laughs> and Undertaker. <laughs> they love to please people, they are people pleasers. That's the weakness of sanguine people. So when they must say no, they can't say no. The thing they cannot do it, but they will take it up to themselves. So you leave the work for them. And they like giving excuses. Though they like to front for things, they, when you, they always want to lead. I mean, they want to, when you give it to them, then they, they flop. Because they don't take time to analyze the tax they are going to take. Just the post, I am the head of this. I am the president of this. I feel the money is confused. The thing is complex. Hey, how do I type this letter? How do I call? And then, then, then they are confused. They easily forget their appointment, resolutions, and obligations. So if you are married to a sanguineous person, you can easily forget it. Hey, so, hey, honey, so my birthday, pa. And they make vows and they don't commit to it. They are prone to that because of their quality of not being disciplined. Are you with me? And you realize that all these things, you can develop them at the end of the day. Yes. Everybody has a portal in his life. And that is what I'm trying to let you know. They can't be depended on to keep to time and deadlines and schedules. Ima meet me at church at seven. If Ima is a sanguineous person and I know that he is a sanguineous person, I will give him allowance because the pos- possibility that he will come at 7 15, 7 30, 8 o'clock with genuine reason is high. <laughs> So, <laughs> so if you are meeting a sanguineous person, give him 40 minutes time ahead. Are you following me? They are prone to adjust to their moral principles when they enter into certain environment. They are not able to stand on their grounds. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't do this. I cannot do this. But in the midst of a certain environment, they easily adjust. They are like chameleons. The weakness of the sanguine is like a chameleon. They adjust to the environment. Though they are good people, they can easily adjust to the environment, whether good or bad. So they go for a funeral, they will cry some. They go for a party, they will be, they will be happy. 
everything they, they, they will do so. They are not people of resolution, faithfulness, and loyalty. That they, they are prone to do that. So you need to understand them. Not understanding them to encourage them to be like that, but understanding them to relate with them at any level. And if you are a sanguineous person, you realize that all that I'm saying, you know, uh, are fact. <laughs> so you mark it. I'll show you what to do. That's why it's the spirit, spiritually what? Inspired temperament. They, they will end up talking about themselves in every conversation because they have very nice communication skills very exciting way of talking so they can they, they can take over co uh, conversations and then everybody will be standing there everybody will end up <laughs> admiring them and they keep quiet they are very emotionally unstable sanguinous people are emotionally unstable Small time they will do start crying. They are the people that small time they will cry. They are crying doesn't mean that they've changed. They can easily cry. The situation can just let them cry. They are the people when they propose love to them, then they start crying. <laughs> Another group of people, you they say, oh, thank you very much. Thank you. God bless you. <laughs> then they are, and the husbands will be like, ah, so, ah, so after all that, you shouldn't even show expression that he's grateful. I mean, that's how you better teach the person. And this things can bring fight. You are not grateful. And I even bought you the kind I surprised you when it came out. I said, oh, thank you very much. I love it. Please, where's the key? You just parking, you went. So is that all you could do? Yes, that is that is that is the person. You, you need to teach the person. You need to explain to the person, oh, when somebody surprises you in the midst of people, at least show an expression that you are... But the sanguine... Hey! You go around. spontaneously reactive personalities they react spontaneously so they can speak anyhow and later come and say sorry and when they do that please accept it because it's not intentional they can say anything and then they and they react anyhow and they can just delete you 
they can just block you. <laughs> then later, after three days, they're like, oh, Charlie. Then they, now they'll be looking for your number. <laughs> then when they meet you, then they'll <laughs> oh, sandwich. So if you have a sanguineous friend and you don't understand them, you have a problem. Oh, it's they easily enter into um, uh, outburst. They just talk. So if you're a sanguineous person, you see that you have that tendency to just talk without caring what will happen after. Because they hardly can take pressure. They can't work under pressure. When you give them pressure, no, then they are, you see that they'll be jerking. <laughs> One of the major problems is that they last. Sanguinous people last. That's why they can date plenty of people before they marry. And they are like the two kinds of people who don't marry early. The sanguinous and the melancholy. If a sanguinous doesn't marry early because it's lasting, he doesn't know which girl to choose. Fat, fair, slim, short, dark, black. <laughs> and the other people, the melancholics, they focus on the weakness of the person. So no girl can please them. And no guy can please them. As for the choleric, when they are not married, because they are, they are job, 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 job. So I'm coming, I'll come, don't worry. So for a sanguine, you, the person needs to be filled with the Holy Spirit and then receive the fruit of the Spirit. Temperance, self-control, long-suffering, faith, peace, and goodness. Peace. So you must develop these fruits. Temperance, self-control, long-suffering, faith, peace, and goodness. Number two. Cholerics, let me move faster. Cholerics are hard people. They hardly show their emotions. They are ragged. They are tough. They easily get angry. They have self-sufficient traits. They are hard, they are tough. They suffer emotional deficiencies. <laughs> because of their sense of achievement, their little feeling can have a strong impact on them. And they can be very selfish. Because they want to achieve, they will clear everybody on their way to get what they want. So if you are married to a, a sanguineous husband, you say he's a very selfish person. Every day it's about you, 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 you. You, are, you, don't, you don't care about me. You don't, when you come to, from work, you don't even talk to me. It's, they are very selfish people. If you are a choleric, you are, your tendency is that though you are born a leader and you love to lead and you have certain qualities to move people around, you are likely to be very selfish. And you have self-sufficient uh, if nobody will help me, I'll be fine. But you see, the world, we depend on each other. That is the beauty of the world. As much as you don't see air, you are depending on air. <laughs> as much as you don't see that you are giving out carbon dioxide, trees are depending on your carbon dioxide to give you back oxygen. So you can never be an island on earth. 
You need somebody no matter how powerful you think you are. Yes, you need somebody. President Ekufado needs us. Mahama too needs us. You are poor, but they need your vote. You don't drive the car they drive, but they need your vote. In this world, we depend on each other. So you cannot be self-sufficient. Only God is self-sufficient. Are you with me? They tend to be very unsympathetic. <laughs> you tell them your mother is dead, then they will look at you and say, okay, that's, it's unfortunate, but it is well. Eh? Um, are you coming to the website today? They are very they are just unsympathetic. They tend to call the sympathetic people emotionally weak people. So when you are a sympathetic person around a choleric person, you say you you are you are an emotional person. Stop crying and talk. They don't expect you to be emotional. But they are one of the hidden, emotionally tormented people. I told you they are emotionally unstable, but they don't show it. So when they are talking, there's a discussion, and you try to be sympathetic, their approach is normally unsympathetic. And no matter who the person is, it will run through. That tendency will be there until the person has worked on it. Whether president, whether pastor, whether prophet, whether doctor, whether lawyer, whether whoever, that tendency will run through until the person masters it and begins to. You see that all the temperaments I'm talking about, we will all need to depend on the word of God to come to that image that brings glory to God. These weaknesses don't bring glory to God. The only time it brings glory to God is when grace is expressed in its fullness. In our weakness, His grace is made or His strength is made perfect. In our, it means that for every weakness we have, there is a strength of God that can compensate and bring the glory of God out of it. I thought you are clapping to God's glory. So if you have a weakness, you are not a bad person. You are a man in progress. You are a work in progress. And if we will allow ourselves for God to work on us, we will come out to be very precious tools in the hands of God. They are hot-tempered people. They like carrying grudges. Even after outbursts and resolutions, they still carry grudges. They are very bad team players. Immediately they are offended, they shut themselves in. These are cholerics. They are hot-tempered. They like grudging Because they have that urge to always lead. If they stand for an election, you don't vote for them. Even in the classroom. And they know that you didn't. I can't be able to obey Hallelujah. They are revengeful and they can. They can time you for a long time and pay you back. So every choleric has that tendency where you can become revengeful 
and you are always you will time the person for an opportune time to pay him back i paid you back you know there's a movie like that van damme is that chuck norris or van damme one of them delta force after bombing them <laughs> because of this revengeful nature it can make them undesirable in many ways though they are strong to work though they push work because of their revengeful nature they can become undesirable though they are competent they become undesirable they are prone to bitterness wrath and anger they are prone to bitterness wrath and anger they can be very cruel in nature most wicked rulers most wicked rulers most wicked dictators and criminals are cholerics Hitler mentioned them Saddam Sama most wicked anybody that comes to your mind that you know India mean wicked they are cholerics they find it very difficult to apologize when they offend you they find it very difficult to say i am sorry <laughs> and these are all not christ like that's why we all need the word of god to polish us they are quite blunt and sarcastic in speaking that are very cutting they are very blunt they just say their mind and they go whether you cry or don't cry they just say it and they go whether it will scatter the house or it doesn't scatter the house you just say it and they go so if you have such a boss even when you are superior and they come around and they are genius around they will just talk you guy didn't come early what, what, what kind of leader are you what kind of departmental head are you we, we are working uh, and you are your genius and they don't care that's how choleric leaders behave they are prone to self-sufficiency they easily become rebels and independent in any organization they find themselves a few tastes of success can make them very proud haughty and domineering a few tastes of success they want to be seen they want to be known and they don't expect people who are below them to talk at them those are weaknesses you can you can hardly please a choleric leader they will never say, oh, Emmanuel, you are doing well. Oh, Julius, you are doing well. Oh, Oga, Charlie, you are doing well. They won't say it. They hardly appreciate people. They will pretend like what you did if they have not seen it. That's the weakness of a choleric. Choleric adults who are unbelievers are difficult to be won. <laughs> when an unbeliever is a choleric, it's difficult to win him. When he's groomed. Are you following? Because they are cut in their ways. They are self-sufficient. Even when they become believers, they can hardly see the need to depend on God. So most cholerics believe, because cholerics are oriented towards work and achieving things. So as long as they can find the ability to do it, they don't understand why others cannot do it. So they will tell you that instead of going to work, you are praying. 
this chat, 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 chat thing. Go and work. Be diligent in your work. Be this thing. You will. Those are choleric. When you hear somebody talking like that, it's a choleric. And sometimes it overgoes the boundary and takes our dependency from God, on God from us. Then you begin to think that ah, I've gone to school. I'm working at this. I'm, and then you realize when you lose your job as a bank manager and you start driving an Uber, then you realize that mm, I should have depended on God. I thought you were clapping. They see regular devotional life as impractical and irrelevant. I just said it. Going to church, church, Sunday, Tuesday, Friday, this day, that. I mean, get work. I mean, take life serious and you'll get what you want. Cholerics need the fruit of the Spirit love, peace, gentleness, long suffering, meekness, and goodness. Let's move to melancholics because of time. You can always get the message and it's on Facebook, so you can go back and listen to it. It will help you. Melancholics, they are self-centered people. They are self-centered people, people because they are very sensitive. Melancholics are self-centered people. They normally drift into morbid mental conditions. So if you are melancholic, you easily become depressed, moody, always troubled. You look like you are troubled, but you are not troubled. You are happy, but we can't see. They are very concerned about their spiritual state and physical look. They are too concerned about their spiritual state. So when a melancholic sins against God, eh, he feels so bad. Sanguine. Oh, I'm not I'm from a born in Germany and they want to know But when a melancholic sins against God, and you even encourage him and pray with him. He still thinks that God is holding something against him. Are you following me? Because of the art, I told you, who are the melancholics? The perfectionists. Because of their sense of you have to do things right. When they sin, bam, they feel like it's like they've lost everything in this world. That is the weakness of the melancholy. They are very concerned about their appearance too. So, if you see somebody who likes dressing, he's likely to be a melancholy. Because they, they, they don't want you to look at them and not respect them. So, they are concerned about their spiritual state, then they are concerned about their physical state. So a lot of people, when you ask them, oh, well, oh I am a melancholic. I'm a melancholic. <laughs> you don't. Wait, let me give you more. They are very sensitive to issues and easily feel insulted and offended. When you are talking to them, you need to choose your words right. So a lot of people who leave churches are likely to be melancholics because whilst you are preaching, they are reading whether is pastor talking about me I beg your pardon. Pastor doesn't have time for you alone. Pastor sleeps and God speaks to him and he, he writes a message. But the melancholics will be listening. That, hey, tell it this, I'm sure that he might go tell pastor this kind of message. No, pastor, that's why he's me. That's a melancholy. 
they are very sensitive when you are talking and you are not talking well. It can hurt them. Me, when my father died, my, and I told my spiritual daddy, he told me congratulations. And I was okay. I told somebody congratulations and the person got angry. <laughs> Do you understand? So, when you, are, when you are speaking to them, they are very sensitive. You don't mean what you, like what. So later when you find out, ah, eh. I remember when I was preaching and if you want to find problem in a pastor's message, every sermon, every exhortation he does, you will find problem. If you are melancholy. Sanguinous, you are insulting them because they are shouting. The flow is wild. Melancholy, we are You see, you see, we are brood of vipers. How can a pastor tell me, pastor? I tell, I'm not coming to the church again. This church, this church that the pastor says is a, a brood of vipers. Oh, how can you tell us that? That is a melancholy, and that is that pruning. You are prone to be very sensitive to the words of people. If you take care, you take it to your marriage. Your wife doesn't mean harm, but you are like, ah, so you gave me the right, you gave me the cup with your left hand. It's your left hand. Oh, please. When you are chasing that girl and she was giving you her phone with her, oh, can you hold it for me? I'm going to urinate and come. You took it. <laughs> and you are proud standing there with the phone. Your girlfriend gives you her phone with the left. You're okay. Your wife is giving you glasses. Oh, put it in the kitchen for me. And mistakenly, the hand, the right hand is engaged and gives you the left. You get angry. You are too sensitive. They are prone to suspicions. The way the guy is behaving himself, you know, I'm suspecting him. The way pastor is looking at me when he's preaching, he's, he's trying to, I'm suspecting your, you wake up, your wife is on phone. No, I'm suspecting. No, they are very suspicious. And most of them become doctors, lawyers, investigators. They are very good at that. But it can be a very bad weakness. You can't have a flow with them. Everything they are suspecting. They, are, they, 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 they prove not to forget details of offense. They can, they can, the other people can tell you the day you offended them. There's a certain tribe, there are men are like that. I won't mention. Else, if there's a melancholy case, you leave the church. <laughs> the man, and the last time, 20th of July, around when the sun was about to set, yet 3:45. You did this and you did. <laughs> they don't forget dates of offense. The details of offense. They keep it. But you're not supposed to keep it. Else you'll be bitter. So they easily become bitter. They prove to expect negative results in their lives and project whatever they are going to do. The thing they, they've given them the form, the formula that it will work, but they are afraid that the project will fail. That's 
the melancholic is likely to always have negative like this thing at, at this church we are doing hey, Charlie, hey, when we rebuild when we refinish Charlie, will the choir grow Charlie, will Oga leave the church with the intercessors hey, Charlie, this day, if this is how that is going to go there Charlie, when are we ever going to become a mega church Charlie, will the people come to church after COVID okay you make we start we will see hey, Charlie, where we go you start building, okay, you are buying a land for yourself and you are scared this land is this document. You can see that every document you have gone to do search is correct. But still, when you go on the land, you are watching how that land guys will chase you. You have a problem. You are melancholic. Those are the signs of a melancholy. But you see, you can be any of them and have this temperament, this, this weakness also. That's why next week or uh, next week I'll deal with how we can be spiritually inspired in our various temperaments they are prone to indecision they are prone to indecision everything they like so if you ask them what should I buy for you they, they will tell you the, anything you you hey, by the time you are leaving the house they say I want a red shoe in 30 minutes they'll call you, um, you if you go and get a pink one you, um, I think the pink one. When you are there, they say, "Oh, the pink one is too loud." You do, you do not, you don't buy anything. You come. I'm, I'm thinking about it because they just don't want to miss what they want. Are you getting it? Are you getting it? So they are afraid to fail because they don't want to fall short of the perfection standard they have they've set for themselves. Because if I've told you. Don't jump three times. And you see me jumping three times. That is how they are. I told you, don't smoke. And you see me smoking. So they set standards for themselves that sometimes they find it difficult to even meet for themselves. So for that matter, they become indecisive to take certain decisions. But normally when they take a decision, it works. Are you following me? So it takes long time for a melancholic to choose a girlfriend. And most of the time, when they choose a girlfriend, their relationship, they marry. Because it takes a long time. I'm preaching. I haven't quoted plenty of scripture, so you, 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 are, you are looking at me. Oh, Pastor, shout. Okay, shout a big amen. Ah, so I'm preaching. <laughs> they can be critical in their nature. They can be very critical. Whatever you do, they will have a problem. They easily can't forgive themselves when they err. And they cannot have a push, a drive. When they fall, they fall. And they are not able to get up. They can also be very proud and arrogant because they feel they are achieving things. They feel like everybody should heal them. They can be very proud and arrogant. They see others who don't match their perfectionists as inferior. Yeah, they see them as inferior. I want you to listen and write all these things and go home and please just read it and help yourself. We can change. Tell somebody we can change. See, those days where you used to say, me, this is how I am. This, no, 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 no. No, you can change. You can see that COVID has changed you. Some of you were very slim now. You look very meaty. All your dresses, allowance, allowance, allowance. Hey, 
You cry, you are slim, but still, I'm sure you put on small. For their belt, they say, you have to loosen it. Most unmarried men are melancholics because I told you they magnify the weakness.